The story so far. You are Blackshaw Theatre, who fewer people know uh, are also investigators of inexplicable happenings. You find yourselves uh, outside a theatre, the Ariadne, the owner-manager of this venue, whose name is Tess. Any sort of general housekeeping rules that you have? Try not to break anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew you were coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm Errol. Oh, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Phoebe. I'm the tech manager here. Companies come in here and they don't stay. There've, there's been the odd accident. Like, this is a proper old school theatre. We've got a trapdoor. Oh, wow, really? Just, just be careful. Just on the very edge of the light as the, as the light shades into pitch darkness, mm. you catch a glimpse of what might be... Uh, humanoid outline. The conditions for manifestation seems to be when you are lit and there is darkness beyond the light. That feeling of being observed and that that expectant feeling mm. is almost becoming like a physical vibration now. Okay. That vibration intensifies and becomes a quite recognisable and you find yourself falling. Oh no. As oh, the trapdoor no. <laughs> swings open underneath you. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are all merely players. Down here in the understage, yeah. uh, all you can really see at this point is the crash mat that you've landed on. Yeah. And a uh, a Fresnel on a stand mm-hmm. lighting that crash mat. <laughs> oh, and the rest of the space is pitch dark. You can see uh, the same phenomenon around mm-hmm. the edges of the light, those uh, edges of silhouettes. But that, that expectantness and that, uh, that feeling that, they, that uh, something is not satisfied with mm-hmm. the way you're acting seems sort of uh, smooth or ameliorated. They seem contented or even appeased appeased or happy. My my skills of physical comedy have once again (laughs) brought some varied form of success. (laughs) Okay, so I land on the crash mat. I'm probably utterly like disorientated <laughs> by the event obviously I now see the stuff going on around me but I don't feel threatened by it so I don't put up the shield I then start relaying this in a panicked way <laughs> to the rest of the guys be like guys I'm okay they're down here I'm being lit by a, a Fresnel but they don't feel annoyed they don't feel angry um, there's no there's no bad feeling towards me I think I think they might be entertained <laughs> Cool. Vicky. Yeah. Uh, you make it to the tech box. I find the switches that are marked house lights and workers. They are nice and neatly marked. They flipping should be. And I hit both of those switches. Okay. Uh, Are we rolling for a success on being able to turn lights on? (laughs) No, no. Good, okay. (laughs) I mean, I have got super strength, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, uh, on the stage... Uh, the um, the house lights come up in the auditorium. In the auditorium, a working light comes on on the stage. Uh, Vicky, in the corridor outside you, the light goes off, and you hear from the next door room, uh, B shout, 
Sorry, I think I've messed something up. Oh, B. <laughs> no wonder she doesn't work at any other theatres, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, okay, so you guys on the stage, you've lots of stuff has just happened at once. Alex has run for the door. He's fallen through a trap door. Lights have come on. The door is still open. Uh, as the lights come on, the phenomenon on the edge of the light evaporates. Mm-hmm. And you are now lit... And there is no sign of it. What about me? Except you downstairs in the understage. It's definitely still there for you. Right. And yeah. you hear Alex's voice coming up through the trapdoor mm-hmm. explaining the, what he's experiencing. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I, how, how, I'm going to go over to the trapdoor. How deep down is it? Uh, I'm not great at estimating distances. Let's say it's like an eight-foot drop onto a... Okay, so it's a decent way. It's not something he can easily climb out of. No. Okay, I'm going to make him something (laughs) that will allow him to escape, to climb up through the the trapdoor and back onto the stage. Okay. So this is a roll to MacGyver something. Uh, This is mind. Eight. Uh, So a mixed success. So what Could you, you add focus to it because you're focused on it? I think oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. nine, but that's still a mixed success. Still, still a mixed success. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, you can you can basically create either like a ladder or a rope or something mm-hmm. to, to get him up. Um, but I think in the process you'll attract the attention of like you can look down through here and there is darkness down there and you can see the the silhouettes and the mm. figures down there, and I think you're going to uh, become like the focus of their attention. Okay, I'm suddenly going to realise mm-hmm. we're in a theatre. We're backstage. They have ladders. Well, <laughs> <laughs> instantly I got to make a ladder when there's a good ladder over here. So I'm going to have a look around, and see if I can find any ladders backstage. I'm going to say, Alex, stand there, and you know, if if they uh, if it happens, I sing them a song or something. Yeah. Great. Uh, Cheers for that, pal. Uh, I'm losing it down here. <laughs> All right, so you're heading that you don't see a ladder on the stage or in the wings. Yeah, what a theatre. What sort of theatre is this? Um, you surmise that there must be one somewhere, yeah. but and that the most logical place to look will probably be out through the door and through, uh, around where you came in through the stage door where the dressing room is. Yeah, I'm going to go and... I'm going to have a look at that. Okay, so you go... And you don't have to roll because you're in light. <laughs> Uh, you're heading across the stage and heading out. Ellie, what are you up to? I'm now standing on the stage by myself, mm-hmm. um, probably talking to Alex, to make sure okay. he's all right. All right. Try, I, try talking him down again. Yeah, you can do that again do if you want. <laughs> you can decide not to. Yeah. Um, Seven plus two, nine. Nine, Okay. So for a, I think I realised what I should have done last time for a mixed success on the talk down. Uh, you can talk him. You can definitely talk him down, uh, if you don't mind uh, losing uh, like his trust with you going down one. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so Alex, you get to remove one of your shaded in segments. I'm feeling better. You're now on a plus one rather than Good. plus two, so it's going to be if you try and do it again, it's going to be harder. Yeah. Effectively, is how that works. Yeah. Um, how do you do? You want to tell us how you talk him down? I just use my calm voice. Okay. <laughs> and just you know, check he's all right. Say, mm-hmm. isn't it good that we've worked out some part of the motivation? Now we know what we're dealing with. That makes it all a bit more straightforward. Don't worry, Strat's just gone to get a ladder. He'll be down with you in a minute. 
I feel I'm feeling so much better already. I mean, okay. I'm still a little bit concerned. These guys clearly want to be entertained, but I, I don't, I don't know why they want to be entertained. Um, it's all, it's all a bit, it's still still a little bit scary. So I'm not, I'm not completely okay. Neither am I. <laughs> Vicky. Um, Bee's just shouted out that she's done something wrong. Light in the corridor's gone out. I'm going yeah. to the patch room to see what the heck she's done. Okay. Uh, you find Bee in the patch room uh, with her, her hair in slightly more disarray than it was before. <laughs> no. uh, and there's uh, a little bit of a, a slight tang of a, like a burning metal scent in the air. Gosh. Um, right. And she's sort of shaking her hand she's like it's just been stung. Yeah. Have you given yourself an electric shock? I was just plugging stuff in at random to try and get light, like you said, and I think I might, might have, like, short-circuited something. I'm sorry. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry if something I said made you do that, but aren't you familiar with, like, how all of this works? Is this yeah. something that happens from time to time? No, I, I, I know what I'm doing, but when I'm, like, rushed and just, like, okay. plugging stuff in in random places... Like, so, um, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm fine, I think. I'm a little bit... Uh... Okay, um... Can I, like, get you something? Like, can I give you something? Do you need, like, to have a sit down? Or are you okay to carry on doing the stuff that we need to do to get the lights... To get all the lights on? Uh, I mean, uh, did the house lights... Yeah, and they're stuff on. Work? Yeah, worked? yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get, like, the, the actual lights going now. I think something's... Something's blown. We might need to find a fuse. And, like, I think it's crossed with some of the building lights as well. Which is why the corridor light's gone off. Oh, yeah, if that's happened, yeah. then, yeah. Okay. That'll be what it is. Right, so where do we go to sort out the... Like, to to, to get a fuse to replace it, or to so that, go... Like, have we got a fuse box somewhere? Is it well, not it, in here? It might it might just be a trip. The fuse box, the, the breakers are under the stage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me call down to the guys downstairs. Hi, Vicky. <laughs> Hi, Ellie. <laughs> so uh, we think we've blown a fuse patching the lights in. Mm -hmm. So uh, we need to get under the stage to try and find the fuse box. Right. To find the breakers well, and trip the switch. We've got Alex down there already. So um... <laughs> is everything... Uh, why, why is Alex down uh, there? The, the trap door has malfunctioned. And, Again? Uh, yep. So Alex has fallen through. He lands okay. on the crash mat, so he's all right. Uh, but unfortunately, he's perfectly lit by, by, a, by a light down there. So um, so there's a light down there that's on. Yeah, yeah. A stage light is plugged in somewhere and is on. Presumably. Under um, the stage. And the, okay. the beasties are there. Uh, Wait, they what? Seem, you know the things, the, the entity. Oh, okay. They're, they're just hanging out watching him. That They seem fairly happy with his pratfalling antics, so... <laughs> Um, are we being serious right now? Like, uh, that's the... Well, I don't know. I've lost it 25%. So. Okay, right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to try and talk Ellie down. <laughs> nice. Okay, so roll plus your trust with Ellie. Plus two. Mm -hmm. Eight. Ten. Ten is a total success. Yes. Tell us how you, you successfully talk Ellie down. I'm just going to be like, hey, hey, calm down, slow down. Tell me exactly what's happening. Which I do, and get her to give me all of the details of what's happened, and say so we're all o we're all okay. Alex is okay. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you're right. For the for the moment, we're okay, and the next thing we need to do is to try and find the breakers box downstairs to trip the fuse. Okay, cool. Do you think I should go down to help sort it out, or do you think it's something we can get Alex to do? Do we think this is a dangerous thing to do right now? Or? I d I don't know. I mean, it's almost as though potentially. 
we could get Alex to sing a song or something, distract the entity while I go down in the dark to try and find the box. That is a solid plan. I say, let's try and make it happen. Okay. Because I've got Tilly with me and she can see in the dark. So she could perhaps guide me to the, <laughs> to the box. Solid. Okay. While you guys are making this plan, while Ellie's talking to Vicky on the phone, Alex, what are you up to down on your crash mat? Down on my crash mat, I'm aware of what's going on. And what I decide to do is I decide to go to the Fresnel and see if I can move it away from me. So I move out of the light mm-hmm. and I start directing it around to see what I can see down okay. there, um, if anything. So I'm. Can on... Alex hear our com- Ellie's half of the conversation with me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the, the, mm. we're looking for a fuse box. So what we could do is like a crystal maze thing where yeah. you, you use the light to look around the room, yeah. find where it is, remember where it is, and then move it to point at something else that's not you yeah. or me. Yeah. And when I get in there with Tilly, who can then guide me around obstacles, you can tell me like it's about well, eight mean, steps to the left or whatever. We, we technically might not even need that. Why not? Because if I'm down there, and why would you need to be down there as well? Because there'll be there'll be a certain amount of light spill. Yeah, but you're still losing it. Oh, yeah, good point. So whether and your you know your mind is not your strongest asset. So this is okay, you'll be able right? So I, I start I start sort of like moving the Fresnel around. God damn it! I start okay. moving the Fresnel around and like seeing what I can see. And I'm I'm passing it over all of the sort of the the, of the inner workings of the stage underneath. Yeah. So um, you you play the you move the light on its uh, tripod around. Yeah. So getting behind the light, so you're now you're mm. not directly lit. Um. You but you can still see mm. the uh the silhouettes on the edges of the of where the light falls. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as you leave the light, that dissatisfied hum starts to intensify oh, Christ it, 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 it feels yeah. it feels like they want to be entertained guys um, I've just moved out to move the the light around um, I think when I find the fuse box I'm going to have to do a dance in so front of it or we'll a song we'll go with plan A then the distraction yeah okay so as you play the light around it uh, it lights up uh, some costume rails okay. with some uh, co- uh, some empty hangers and some sort of abandoned costume pieces yep. uh, on them. Are there any hats? Uh, yeah, sure. Good. There were some hats. Fantastic. I, 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 I put on a hat quickly. Um, you go into the light to put on a hat? Uh, I, I quickly sort of like go into the light, grab a hat, and then yeah. run back there's, out again. There's almost what feels like an inward breath as you run into the light and put on the hat and then they like it and then that's I mean of, that's fast guys <laughs> and then that, is an that, exit. that kind of dissatisfied buzz comes back as soon as you leave the light okay. again you and keep I'm, moving the light around it plays over um, some boxes of old props and things as well uh, on trestle tables okay uh, and uh, you think you catch it so you don't see a breaker box mm-hmm. But you do see some sort of some cables stapled round the wall that lead round behind the costume rails. Okay, so I stop the light on mm-hmm. the cables mm-hmm. um, to so, so we can see where they are. I can I still sort of partially see the boxes of props. Yeah. So like you know where they are now. Yeah. Okay. So I grab one of the props. Um, I, I look in the box and I, I find the nearest prop. So what do I find? You're, you're going to have to rummage through the boxes, sort of by feel, if yeah. you're not putting the light on them. So yeah. I'm uh, not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not looking for anything specific. Uh-huh. I'm literally just trying to grab the first thing that I can find. <laughs> okay. Well, you. In which case, you 
grab the first thing you, you can find. Uh, you, you have something in your hand. Uh, you're not totally sure what it is yet. Mm. Let's think. Um, <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> it feels sort of uh, it's it feels plastic. It's quite mm. heavy. Okay, uh, it seems to have a handle. Okay, what I do is I I go back towards the light and I slowly, <laughs> very slowly introduce the prop <laughs> into the light. Uh, it appears to be an iron. And uh, as in like a clothes iron yeah. for ironing clothes. Yeah. I start moving the iron around like a ship <laughs> on the water, like a little like a little sort of puppet thing. What sort of hat am I wearing? <laughs> Important details. <laughs> is it is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, he has sure. got into full theatre mode now. <laughs> right, this is okay. amazing. So they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. So I step into the light and I say, "Army hearties, here be the tale of the ship made of iron." <laughs> and I pause to see what happens. You really sense a sort of. Uh, uh, that sense of expectation and suspense again. Okay. There, there doesn't seem to be any kind of judgment in it yet. Just a kind of, like, it's an it's expectant, but it's got a kind of negative colour to the expectant. Kind of apathy. Kind of like a. They're not fringe theatre fans these yeah. guys. <laughs> it's kind of like a, like you. They're not ready for the avant garde. You, you can vaguely like out of the corner of your eye, it looks like they've got their arms folded, mm. and it's like they're going. Impress me then. Yeah. Show us what you've got. Um, <laughs> I want to see what you've got. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So I, I, I yeah, I, I can, I continue with my little, my story of the tail and the iron ship, and I'm moving the iron up and down, <laughs> saying how we carved a, a, a smooth passage <laughs> through the seas. You guys up on the stage uh, start hearing a pirate voice coming from <laughs> under the stage. Alex is doing Captain Iron <laughs> face again, isn't he? <laughs> He's going to pitch that until we let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do it like as a quick radio play? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So only Ellie hears that because yeah, you're going yeah. on the stage. Strat, okay. That's true. you went backstage to try and find a ladder. Yes. Uh, so you're sort of in that corridor uh, with the dressing room. Yes. So I guess you like peek in the dressing room. Do I find do you, a ladder? Do you peek in the dressing uh, room? I, yeah, I'm looking, I'm kind of glancing around everywhere uh, trying to find yeah. a ladder. Yeah. Uh, you peek into the dressing room. The light in there seems to have gone off. Right. Um, while the light in the <laughs> corridor is on. Yeah. You basically push the door open and it's like there's a crowd in there. Uh, in sort of on the edges of the light spilling into the room. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. Uh, close the door. Hi, this is Matt, and this is the interval. Uh, any drinks that you ordered before the show should be uh, by your name on the bar. Um, I know it's weird to have an interval in the middle of the act instead of at the instead of between acts, but we're, we're all about innovation here at Merely Role Players. Um, I would love to use this time to give you all the latest news from me, from Blackshaw from Merely Role Players, but I am actually recording this in the past um, because of schedules and things. Uh, I'm recording this little interval bit uh, about two weeks before this episode is going to go up. So uh, I can't tell you what's going on right now, 
Um, I guess what I can tell you is uh, right now in the present for me, two weeks ago for you, uh, or longer ago, if you're not listening on release day, uh, I'm just in the middle of uh, prepping for the recording session for season two of the podcast, um, which I yeah I feel comfortable revealing is a it's going to be a, a sort of a Blightonesque mystery adventure um, in the style of things like the Famous Five or Swallows and Amazons. Uh, so it should be a good good fun nostalgia trip. So. Um, if you're listening to this on release day, then we just recorded that full season uh, just this gone this weekend just gone. Uh, so I'll probably be knee deep in editing of that by the time you listen to this. Uh, aren't recording schedules and release schedules and uh, the concept of time fun? Um, so I'll keep this short because of all of that. Um, just the usual stuff about. Uh, please uh, follow the show. Uh, you can keep up with any any news about things like the next season, uh, when that'll be available, um, all of that kind of thing. Blackshaw news, Merely Roleplayers news, me news. Uh, in various internet places, uh, you can find the show at Merely Roleplayers on Twitter. Sorry, at Merely Roleplay on Twitter. I keep forgetting that I didn't have enough characters. Uh, or merely role players. There's a page on Facebook. Um, if you're listening to this in a browser or like in an, in an embedded thing, um, or in any kind of medium that's not your preferred one, uh, go to merelyroleplayers.podbean.com, uh, and in the sidebar there, or at the bottom of the page if you're on a mobile, you'll find a list of subscribe links to uh, subscribe to the show in things like iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, all sorts of uh, 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 podcast FM, I can't, can't, yeah, all of those things uh, will be in links there. Um, so I think that's about it. Uh, I'll get back to the story in a sec. Uh, I'm just, just going to leave you with uh, another trail from our friends at the kaiju.fm podcast network. Visit them at kaiju.fm or follow them on Twitter at kaiju.fm. Uh, this is a trail for the first of their shows that I, I became aware of. Uh, I've been a subscriber since the beginning. Uh, it's a good laugh. Um, teaches you some history and it's a bit silly as well. Uh, this is a trail for the Space Jam Continuum. We live in difficult times. In this, the era of the cinematic universe, the TV of our childhood has begun to seem disjointed and nonsensical. That's why we, the Space Jam Continuum podcast team, have taken it upon ourselves to fashion a coherent cinematic universe from something that was simply never meant to be one. The Looney Tunes and Merry Melody's franchise. So join us for an epic tale of interdimensional travel, secret government agencies, monkey mayors, unsustainable welfare states, submissive dogs, escape tunes, regenerating pigs, questionable employment law, trouser hams, sentient eggs, malformed puffy doe trotters, demarcation and poor kind family drama. There's a long road ahead, so why not join us for the ride every Wednesday on Kaiju FM, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, as we try to create one exhaustive, cohesive Space Jam continuum. Strat, you are in the corridor backstage. Uh, you've just found the dressing room uh, dark, unlit, and full of terrors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do? Oh, okay. you've shut the door. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, just gonna, it seems like whatever's going on is light and dark. Who's gonna keep a ladder in a dressing room? 
I'd say to myself. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep on. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm not going to spend too much time sure. because if I, I don't want to uh, leave Alex down there too long if, if this is all that's going on. So um, I'm just going to keep go a little bit further down and see if. Because often they, they keep the tall ladders like near the like the doors or whatever because yeah. there's not enough so, height elsewhere. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna go look. You don't have to follow the corridor too much further to find uh, on one side of the corridor an mm-hmm. alcove with a big Zardri's A frame ladder leaning up, also a step ladder, also an extended ladder. Uh-huh. Three types of ladder uh-huh. uh, all in this alcove. Uh, across from that alcove uh, is a cupboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is shut. You don't know what's in there. It's not labelled. Okay. Uh, and next to that cupboard is a door, which, knowing what you know about the geography of this place, you guess would probably lead to the substage. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to get the extendy ladder. Okay. And I'm going to pick it up. Yep. And I'm going to uh, jog back to the... Stage. I'm not going to sprint, because <laughs> I'm not tripping over and impaling myself on the ladder. Uh, although, apparently, maybe some more sight gags... <laughs> Will help us in the situation. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move with utmost haste uh, back to the stage so I can drop the extended ladder down and, uh, and and Alex can climb back up. Okay, you start heading back towards the stage. Cool, Vicky, you were leaving the tech box. Yeah, I believe uh, the corridor outside the tech box is dark. As you open the door to the tech box, you this is actually your first time face to face encountering the phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the edges of the of the light spilling out of the tech box door and the tech box isn't very like it's not very lit because obviously you don't want light spilling out onto the dress yeah. circle from the window um, so it's quite dim so the light is quite soft so the the silhouettes that you see that are similar to what the rest of the guys have seen are quite indistinct like okay. they, they don't seem to be very um, very much of anything uh, you also hear uh what sounds like sobs from the patch room. What do you do? Uh, so I think I just left B in there. Um, but I probably am going to go back and see if she's okay. Because I didn't quite believe her when she was saying that she was fine earlier. Okay. So I'm going to pop back into the tech, bo- uh, to the patch room and just say like, Hey B, okay. is it like... To- to leave the uh, to get going and leave yeah. the tech box in the face of this yeah. uh, supernatural phenomenon, I would like you to roll mind to keep okay. it together, please. So glad I bumped that up by one, guys. <laughs> Seven, eight. Okay, so you can uh, you can keep it together and not start losing it, uh, but I think if you. If you do keep it together, it's at the cost of not wanting to be in this dark corridor any longer than you have to, and you will feel like you you don't want to detour to go and help be in the patch room. Right, okay. So it's lose it a bit and go and help be, or don't lose it at all. But I'm going down st- straight downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to sacrifice a bit of losing it and go and see what's going on in there. All right. Uh, You push through into the corridor, like plucking up courage to actually step kind of into this this strange Mm -hmm. uh, visual phenomenon um, and get into the patch room as quickly as you can. Do you shut the door behind you? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's light in here, you find the phenomenon doesn't appear to be in here. You just find B in a corner, uh, sat down, uh, elbows on her knees, head on her forearms, uh, shaking with sobs. Okay. What, what, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Or what's, what's happening? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 should, have, I should have said I, di- I didn't want to... I, I shouldn't have done any of it. What did you do? Like, what's? Can you just tell me what's going on, please? I knew that I knew that all of you had had dealt with this stuff before, so I thought you'd be the. I thought you'd be. It'd be fine. You'd be able to deal with it. So, like, I set stuff up so that it would appear, and I figured you'd be able to. Right. Okay. Like, do something about it. Like this, it needs. They, 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 they just need to be. They've suffered so much. Okay. So. Let me let let me just work. Sorry, I'm just like. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm no, it's trying. okay. Like, I'm, I'm trying to just. I'm just trying to keep it together here. So, um, you have been doing stuff on purpose to try and make this phenomenon appear so that we would deal with it, but you decided not to give us all the relevant information we needed in order to deal with it in the first place. Give her what's for. I am twenty five percent losing it right now. <laughs> I have got I no time for being nice. I, I feel this is appropriate. <laughs> the the twenty five percent you've lost is all of your empathy. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, guys. I have a minus one for soul, people. Uh, she, she, uh, like the weeping intensifies. Okay. Okay. Um, is there anything that you can tell me right now that is going to help me solve and help us solve this problem? They, they, they. They seem to, they, they want to see tragedy. Uh, they, okay. they like, they, they want to show, but they want to see, they want to see someone suffer. Do you know who they are? Like, I mean, th- this, this, this theatre's old, like this theatre was here during the Blitz, like maybe something, maybe something bad happened. Okay. Maybe they're like. I feel like, like. They've been waiting for, I feel like. You you get you've you've felt it. Yeah. You know what it feels like. They feel like they've been waiting for so long for something. Okay, so they're they're waiting for something, and if we can work out what that something is, then you think we're going to be able to make them go away. I don't or... know. I, I I don't know. I just hoped I'd heard about you guys. I figured that you'd be able to do something like uh, an exorcism or or like I don't know. Yeah, we don't really deal in that the exorcism part of it. It's a very largely misunderstood part of the supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> but that is besides the point right now um, I need to um, I don't really want to go back out there and I, I feel like you probably don't want to go back out there now so I'm going to leave you here um, they are trying to fix the fuse situation under the stage which hopefully will bring more lights on which might partly solve our problem um, but in the meantime I need to call Ellie <laughs> <laughs> hello Hey Ellie, um, so I've got a little bit more information from B, but I'm okay. kind of losing my shit a little bit it's up gonna here. It's going to be fine, it's going to be fine. What's the information? So um, B says that she was actually kind of constructing uh, the situation with the lights to try and make the phenomenon happen because oh. she h- thought we would help solve the problem. Yeah, good move B. Yeah, I know. I've already given her what for. It's the right B. She's, <laughs> she's, she is not feeling uh, great right now, so um, okay, I'm fine. just... Yeah. Going to be leaving her in the patch room until we've got all the lights working. Is there anyone else around? Like, where's 
mysterious Errol and yeah. So Beth there's some they... there's some weird stuff going on in the corridor outside because the uh, problem with the patching of the lights has meant that the 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 lights have gone off in the corridor. Which is why we need to sort out the fuse box. Um, yeah. So we need to sort out the fuse box a- asap because I really don't want to have to go back out no, there again. No, I'm just waiting for Strap to bring um, the ladder. So okay, so you guys have got that under control, um, sort of. Um, and uh, the other thing that she mentioned, which I think is kind of important, is that she thinks uh, this phenomenon wants tragedy. Okay. Is that based on anything she knows or...? That's the, like just the just the experiences that she or other theatre companies have had in the past. Like that's her theory, and I don't I don't know if it's helpful information, but maybe it's any, something like, worth trying out. Historical background to it, like does she know who the entities might be? She doesn't. She doesn't seem to know enough about the history of the theatre. I don't know if there's anything that you know that might help us. I don't know. Maybe there is. <laughs> can I roll for historical knowledge, please? You certainly can. Okay. Let's see if there's anything I've got on here that I can get bonus for. Uh, I'm taking the lead. Uh, yeah, I think you're still yeah. in control here. Great. Vicky, Vicky's phoning you for advice. Yeah, you bet I am. <laughs> yeah, so it's a so it's a, a basic plus mind roll to yeah. do the thing, and then you get the plus yeah. one for taking the lead. So we're going plus two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now then. Oh, yeah. yeah, twelve. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> a resounding right. success. With a, with a resounding success, you recall. Uh, oh, I'm remembering something. <laughs> you, you, of course, of course, you've looked this place up. Of course, yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I tried to find yeah. out about past, past, yeah. past production. Yeah, you found out all you could about the place. It is old. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was indeed. Uh, you don't know that she said this, but Asby said it was in London during the Blitz, yeah. operating as a theatre. Okay. Uh, uh, you know that. Um, it has been in Tess's family mm. since it was since it was built, mm-hmm. effectively. This is partly how um, she can get away with sort of not charging tons for it because she's not paying rent or anything on this place. Yeah. She owns it. Um, so all she needs is for theatre companies to come in and make a profit, mm-hmm. uh, which, as you know, hasn't been happening lately. Um, you, you would be aware that the building was definitely damaged in the Blitz. Right. But there are, have been no records that you've seen that would indicate that there was anybody, like, that it was a full house or anything. Yeah. Like, it was the Blitz. As soon as the air raid sa- sirens sounded, people would have, wouldn't have been in a theatre, they'd have been in the London mm. Underground or in a shelter. Okay. So there was definite damage back then, but uh, no sort of large sort of bombing or massacre that would suggest a kind of, um, like, that kind of ghostly mm, phenomenon. Okay. So that definitely seems to be what B thinks is going on, but that doesn't quite square with what you know of yeah. the situation. So, so I say, well, I, I do know that it sustained damage during the war from bombing, but it doesn't seem, the records don't show that there was actually any, you know, major fatalities or anything like that as a huh. result. So I think probably it's not to do with actual ghosts. I think maybe it's something slightly different. Um, but because it's been in Tessa's family since it was built, I suspect she may have an inkling as to what this might be caused yeah. by. Um, potentially it could be to do with something uh, with one of her relatives that owned it before her. Um, or something to do with previous shows and the fact that it's not had much success. Like the fact that they're booing a lot. Um, there's been bo- so Wait, there's booing? 
Yeah, yeah, they boo now. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, so if if I know you're losing it a little bit, but um, uh-huh. it'd be good if you could go and try and find Tess. Okay, goddammit, okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> While we sort of rescue Alex and try and find the fuse box. Oh, this would be so much better if I could see what I was dealing with. Wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. I'll, I'll call you back when I know more. Okay. Ellie, as you hang up the phone, two things happen. Oh God. Um, the door to the backstage corridor opens and Strat emerges with a ladder. Great. Uh, and you hear like a metallic ping above mm. you in the flies. Okay. Oh, same to go on. Yeah. Uh, I would immediately look up <laughs> to see what's about to fall on my head. <laughs> you see a parkan uh, just literally a hanging by a thread of its safety cable about to fall on you, what would you like to do? I would like to dodge out of the way. <laughs> sure thing, man. All right. Uh, roll no. body, please. I will give you a plus one for Tilly because I feel like she like she would sense the danger and her hackles would go up. And yeah, she's sure. going to pull you on the lead. Yeah. Yeah, she'd, yeah. Give you, she'd give you some form of warning. Yeah, yeah. she'll definitely get out of the yeah. way. And you you're, still, extra you're still very much taking the lead, so you get the bonus for that as well. So Great. It's body... And then plus two. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So I'm. So it's a plus one. So it's plus, plus one. Plus one altogether, yeah. <laughs> oh. No, oh. eight. Eight, so mixed success. Okay, no. so you can dodge out of the way of the. Um, oh, here we go. So you can dodge out of the way <laughs> of, the, of the falling light. Yeah. Uh, but you are going to fall down the trapdoor. Oh, uh, okay. I need to get down there anyway. Yeah. I've got the ladder. <laughs> That's fine. He's taking the hit. I'll take the hit. All right. The... Tilly's not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's been dragged behind me. <laughs> Claws clinging. Desperately, like, I love the idea of us up. bringing Mel Brooks in just to do the cat noise. At this point. <laughs> A light crashes to the, to the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie dives out of the way, spills down the trapdoor. Tilly goes with her. Uh... <laughs> Strat, you see all this. You also, sort of looking up and seeing where the light fell from, mm-hmm. uh, you see uh, you see somebody up there on the gantry in the flies. Errol! <laughs> Alex, you hear a boomf and a wow <laughs> from behind you as Ellie and Tilly land on the crash mat. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Um, I... what, were, what were you up to at the time? <laughs> well, I... <laughs> Please, I, let's uh... leave it at that. Funny you should ask. I was doing my finest rendition of uh, Captain Iron Face, or whatever we called him. Um, now, it's odd that they wanted tragedy because it would appear that the... Uh, I'm not totally it. sure Alex knows that. No, you um, didn't. Well, no, I, I would have thought that my oh, acting... you could hear acting, my side of the conversation. My acting ability was mildly tragic, so I don't know why they weren't <laughs> that uh, They clearly didn't like my work. Um, I mean, I think where, when we left you, they were at that sort of impress me sort of... Uh, yeah, they, they, booed. they started booing. They started booing. They started yeah. booing, so... I, I try to change tack. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get very far because Ellie falls through the trap door. Okay. I'm like, whoa! But t- tell us in what way you were starting to change tack first. Um, I was going to... Because I haven't heard any of the stuff about mm-hmm. tragedy, because um, I've been concentrating on my best pirate speech. Yeah, of course um, that they, they, stop, they start booing. So my initial response is... Now that I know I can see these fragments of power and I've seen one of them boo and fling something at Strat, I was going to try and antagonise them. Oh. Um, I 
um, basically. See, so my my response was to get worse <laughs> or to continue um, doing Boaty McPirate Iron Face. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so that's where I was. And, uh, um, what does that sound like, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it sounded something like this. Behold, me hearties, the iron ship through the water. <laughs> So basically, uh, chewing the scenery uh, as terrible as I possibly can. What, be. what sort of tale did you have in mind to tell of the ship? Um, the fact that it was um, that voice really, really does hurt my throat. <laughs> bit. Um, but basically, a, a long rambling tale that doesn't go anywhere, doesn't really say or do anything. And just is a an utter utter embarrassment to storytelling. <laughs> it amazes the me that you're not a writer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay, so the booing would definitely be intensifying mm. as Ellie flumps down onto the uh, yeah. the crash mat. So the crash mat is not currently lit. No. So there's no actual discernible change in the phenomenon mm-hmm. as Ellie mm-hmm. falls down. But I obviously hear something land on the crash mat. I go. Who's there? It's just me and Tilly. Oh, what the... Uh, so I, I run out of the light. Do you? Okay. To see if you're okay. Because yeah. I'm going to check if you're okay. Okay, thanks. Um, so I check if you're okay. Uh, are you okay? I'm fine. You're fine? Yeah, so is Tilly. So how did you get down here? I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you fall? There are lights up there. <laughs> because, because light fell. I'm oh, to jump out the way. Jesus. I know, it's been very dramatic. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I've, I've got to go back. I've got a plan. So I think okay. I found like, what cables leading to the fuse box. Okay. So if you want to follow those, yeah. go around there. I'm trying to wind these guys up to see if I can absorb some of their power. Great idea, right? No, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing you don't know is that what we, what we found out is that the, the, the entity wants tra- to see tragedy. Oh. So can you do some bits from like Macbeth or like Oedipus or something? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know any of those speeches, so I could just start weeping. Well, can you just make your boat story a sad one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But then I don't get any power. I don't think that's the important thing here. <laughs> right. Okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So we got to appease them so they don't attack us. Yeah. But I do kind of want that power. Mm. Maybe later. Okay. I mean, you could... Go your own way here, I'm yeah. <laughs> just saying. Um, no. Okay, well, you, you go and find the fuses and I'll uh, placate them, yeah? Well, you can do any which thing you want to do, but I'll go look for the fuses. Cool, you do that. Okay. Okay, so you two go your own way. Strat, you're on the stage and you've seen someone up there. Right, I'm... Cogs are turning. It's fairly dark up there. Like, not dark enough to sort of trigger the phenomenon, but yeah. dark enough that you can't really see who it is. It doesn't appear to be... A, uh, a an ectoplasmic figure or anything. It just appears to be the. Can I still see the figure up there? Sorry. Can I still see the figure? Uh, the figure that you saw up on the floor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there? Right. I've got that a few. I've got a few things. <laughs> I'm going to take a risk. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and I'm going to hitch one of the electrical tapes from oh my, my belt. You're going to throw it at them. Yeah. I'm just going to. I'm going to lob at them. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to happen, I want to try and hit them, uh-huh. so they make some sort of noise mm-hmm. yeah. to give me some idea of what person that is. Instead of just asking, 
I don't think I've seen them try and. Oh, you, not, think, you think I've seen them try and hurt my my friend. Like they're okay. not gonna. Plus, I'm annoyed. I'm just throwing. Yeah, stuff yeah, just gonna throw some <laughs> I'm like, this is up. this is like a physical normal person that I can throw something <laughs> just at. Do it. Do I'm it. taking hold of <laughs> of this real world thing. So, right. um, do so it. yeah, I'm gonna lob something at it. Okay, so you're lobbing like a bit of electrical tape. Uh, yeah, a roll of electrical tape. A reel of electrical tape up into the flies. Yes. Uh, okay, that's uh, uh, plus body. Can I focus? Uh, yeah, I think you're yeah. the only one here and you're focused on this task. Uh, it's an eight. Uh, so mixed success. Mm-hmm. So you can you can hit the figure. Yeah. Um, ooh. Uh, but you're going to, like, it's going to, like, ricochet off another of the lights mm-hmm. on the way there and yeah. potentially loosen it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so the the tape hits like one of the wing nuts uh, <laughs> holding one of the lights to the grid. Yeah. Uh, the wing <clears> nut <throat> spins. It seems like maybe it was loose to start with. Yeah. Uh, and that light is now loose and swinging. Right. And it bounces off that and hits the figure uh, who is sort of like hunkered down on the, on the gantry up in the flies. And he goes, oh... Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm really sorry. I don't know what's going on, I'm really sorry. Errol! God damn it, Errol! I told you it was Errol. <laughs> there's been Bovril and there's been falling lights. I'm not sure which one I'm more annoyed about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Things were, something was... Down to the stage now, Errol. Uh, uh, now, Errol. Something was going weird and I, got, I came up here. I feel safe up here, I'm sorry. I'd rather you came down here, Errol. Can you come up here instead? Absolutely not. Down you come. <laughs> Daddy voice. Daddy voice happened. We're hiring this space. You're a handyman. Come and be a handyman down here. Roll trust with Errol, which is plus one, because that's the basic trust. Nine. Still focusing? Yeah. Ten. Okay. Uh, full success so Errol says oh yeah alright okay I'm coming I'm coming and you hear ding 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 as he walks or uh, as he moves a lot, like carefully back yeah. along the gantry good man uh, uh, as he moves yeah. uh, sort of clum- slightly clumsily in the dark yeah. that light you loosened comes swinging off the bar yeah. uh, and is going to crash down like right near you what do you do right near me yeah, like, it's definitely going to, like, shatter and spray you with glass if it lands there. you got to move, mate. Right. It's not coming down right on you, because I think that would be ridiculous yeah, to yeah. do twice in a row. But it's, like, it's definitely something you need to avoid. Sure. So what I'm going to... How much time do I have to react? Uh, Is this an instant reaction or I can do something? So, like, you were... You... <laughs> Out of the ladder. No, you'd, have, you'd have been aware that it was loose because you you loosened it sure. and you saw the wing nut spin. Um, and so I guess you probably would have had like a, as he moved across the gantry, you'd yeah. have had like an, oh God, I know what's going to happen. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. So like, it's still moments. Okay, that that's you fine. have to react. Uh, it's just an aluminium ladder, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, I'm just going to uh, let myself fall backwards uh-huh. through the, um, through the, 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 the trap door, trap door. Okay. yeah, and either depending on how long the ladder is, <laughs> the ladder is going to go crunk, and then I'm just going to have to dangle. Let, uh, dangle and let myself fall, uh-huh. 
Or, if I can hold it close, I'm just going to try and go sort of like down and then land on my back with the aluminium ladder kind of like... <laughs> Posted through the... <laughs> on top of me. I really hope I can see this okay. in the tech box. So from, from your point of view, the ideal outcome is that you and the ladder both go Correct. all the way down. Okay, a uh, roll body. <laughs> I don't think you can focus. No, no, no. You're, you're reacting. Uh, seven. Good, uh, so mixed success. Uh, which I think in this case means that you get like the halfway house. Uh, where I'm dangling. <laughs> but the ladder where, is yeah, still on the stage. You you have gone through the trapdoor. Yeah. Uh, but the ladder has uh, like the two ends of the ladder yep. are now straddling the trapdoor, yep. and you are dangling <laughs> off one of the rungs. Cool. Uh, you guys noticed this happen, but yeah. we haven't been with Vicky for a while, so let's see what Vicky's going to do. So I'm in the patch room with B, and I've got to go back out, and my plan is mm-hmm. to go and find Tess, but that means going out into the dark corridor, mm-hmm. because no one has reached the effing fuse box yet! <laughs> <laughs> we keep falling down the trapdoor. <laughs> I know! Um, I know it seems like the end game of this is all of you in the substance, <laughs> yeah. but that's not planned. That's just how it's sh- shaken out. Um, so, I mean, in my ideal world, I would be waiting for them to trip that switch before I would go back out into the corridor. So maybe I'm doing one last call to Ellie to see if it's going to be likely that that's going to happen before I have to go out there with the weird, creepy stuff. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, get, uh, it goes straight to voicemail. God damn. I knew that was going to happen eventually. Under the flipping stage. That's the problem. Mm. Uh, so I've got to go out into the corridor basically and I say to B I'm going to leave you here just stay stay put um, as soon as the fuse goes on then like finish patching the lights if you can I'm going to go and see if Tess has some answers for us okay uh, there's a there's a big torch here if you need it I'm going to take the big torch okay I'm not totally sure if I'm going to use it or not it's one of those big like rubber padded yeah. ones can I add it to my items you certainly can yeah okay I mean, I'm just bearing in mind that I can use this as a weapon. <laughs> okay, so I take the torch and I steal myself to go out of the patch room and into the corridor that's dark. Okay, you open the patch room door. Uh, you don't have to roll this on because you've you've fa- this isn't the first time you faced mm-hmm. like this sort of manifestation of the of the thing, um, but it's definitely there. Uh, and it's stronger this time, pretty much, than, than it was from the tech box, because uh-huh. there's more light in the patch room to spill right. out. So it's more defined. Okay. It's, it's like, it's sort of almost more like 3D, more fleshed yeah. out. So the first thing I do is I do turn the torch on to okay. see if that helps matters or if it makes things worse, because I'm mm-hmm. kind of still testing the theory. Mm. Right. Um, at this point, I mean, if you're still sort of in the doorway, it doesn't make a huge amount of difference because it's just sort of adding its light to the portion of the corridor yeah. that's already lit, and it doesn't sort of it doesn't intensify the light enough okay. to make to really change anything. So I keep the torch on mm-hmm. and I shut the patch room door. Okay, uh, you can sit, so you've now got uh, like a cone of light mm-hmm. spreading out in front of you, um, and it's like um, so it. it it's a pretty powerful torch. It's like a halogen bulb. Um, you, it kind of it, it lights uh, a good portion of the corridor in front of you, a sort of misty grey. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just like a pool of light. It's yeah. like uh, that the spill is enough to illuminate sort of beyond where the actual beam is falling. But basically right at the very end of the corridor where the stairs are, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like there is a sort of gathering of... Uh, silhouettes up there. Uh, like they're sort of congealing out of the shadows. 
I try, I might try turning the torch off just to see if it makes me feel any better to be in the total darkness. Okay, so the, uh, as you, as you step out with the torch on, that, uh, that vibration is just starting to build. Mm -hmm. When you turn the torch off, it doesn't immediately snap off that sound, that, that feeling, um, but it does subside and seem like it evaporates. Okay. So I'm just going to keep holding the torch, but I'm in the dark and I'm going to go as quickly and safely as humanly possible down to the end of the corridor. Okay. Uh, how are you, how are you sort of ensuring safety? Um, I've probably got my hand out on a wall. Okay. And I'm going to feel like the tech box door. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not sure if I, I think I probably get to like the end of the corridor where it's like the staff only door Yeah. before I hit anything else. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be that would be correct. Uh, Little map I drew totally helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you reach that door uh, without any issue. Okay. And that's the door leading to the staircase, which then takes you down to the ground floor. So I get out into the stairwell. Mm -hmm. That stairwell then leads. Uh, so it's open at the. It's a. It's not a door. It's an open doorway at the bottom. Yeah. And there is light spilling into the uh, staircase from the. The downstairs corridor with right. the office and the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, no sense of okay. anything at this point. So I go down the stairs and I go to the corridor where the, I know the office is because that's where mm. I think Tess is. Yep. So as you emerge into the corridor, you feel, you get the sense that the, the staircase behind you is like crowded with presences. Okay. So I get into the corridor as quickly as possible. Sure. Um and then shut the door behind me. There's no door in that doorway. Oh, right, I'm just going down that corridor yep. to the office. Mm -hmm. Is the corridor lit? The corridor is yeah, lit. The but the, the stairway on. behind me is what's dark. That is okay. Gross. So I get to the office and I knock on the door. Uh, there's no response. I try the door handle. The door is... Ooh, what's most interesting here? Uh, the door is stiff but doesn't appear to be locked. I'm going to use an ability. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably would knock again, mm. just to like make sure I have been heard before yeah. I barge in. We may be in danger, but <laughs> politeness costs nothing. I just like... In this what, case, it might. What, something weird is happening in there, and I just burst in. Uh, so oh, I... Uh, like, you don't know. No, it's true. Uh, so an Errol in there. Oh, my what God. What theatre managers the do behind closed doors. The Bovril, though. The Bovril, like, though. We still haven't got to the bottom of that mystery. <laughs> that's, that's series two of this, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just me and Strat investigating Bovril. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use my ability <laughs> of super strength yeah. to attempt to open the door. Yeah, so your your adrenaline builds and you attempt <laughs> to put so, your put your strength behind the door handle. And I think I'm uh, I can see what I'm dealing with. You can. You're dealing with a door. <laughs> but I'm dealing with door. Stop laughing. <laughs> and I've got um, plus one for body as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is proper overkill for opening yeah. a door. Yeah, <laughs> doing I it love anyway. It. I'm double oh, six. <laughs> This door just pops out of existence. I'm That's why your mere presence and glare at it. It's a 14, I'm going to obliterate this door. In your heightened state. Oh my god. Wow, I mean, you hulked out there. Yeah. Jessica jokes that door so hard. In your heightened state, like... So I think what happens is uh, you're, you're readying yourself to force the door and you glance and you see... The, the staircase that you just came from 
the the uh, so the the, it, the only light in that staircase is what's spilling in from mm-hmm. the corridor, and you can see the uh, the the slightly outlined chiaroscuro silhouettes yeah. up there, and you see them like boiling towards the corridor. Oh, I think I know what I'm going to do. Becoming. It's be- like they are bringing darkness with them oh. and eating into the light that's yeah, in the corridor. And seeing that, you just put all your adrenaline behind this yeah. shove against the door and you throw it straight off both its hinges. Yeah, of course you and It's it- going to make an excellent shield in a minute yeah. though, guys. So <laughs> the, door, the door swings back, hits the wall behind it, jumps off its hinges, yep. slams against the floor and falls over and slams again like when the carbonite falls over in Empire yep. Strikes Back. Yeah. That's very much what I was thinking. Yep. Yep. Nice. So you can now see uh, Tess's office, which you could, which you got a glimpse of before. Uh, there are windows in here mm-hmm. uh, and it is still daytime. Thank goodness. The, um, the, the shades are up. There is light coming in. Um, but it's still like it's... It's an old building, and uh, the windows here face over that alley you came mm-hmm. down uh-huh. to to get into the stage door. Yeah. So it's not the best yet. Yeah. Um, Tess is at the desk. <laughs> Why don't you answer the bloody door? Uh, really laser focused on the uh, ring binder in front of her. I knocked twice, guys. <laughs> I know, did. No, you did nothing wrong, <laughs> other than destroy her paper. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, I know you're paying for that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fix it later. Yeah, yeah. So I can fix it. Though there are no deep shadows in this room with the, the um, sort of drawn blinds and the daylight coming in, where there are shadows just gathered in patches behind the bookshelves and sort of under the, like, the spider plant mm-hmm. on the windowsill and under the desk, uh, all these sorts of, sorts of areas... Uh, there is like, so where the the phenomenon you've seen in the darkness has been like human figures, there is just this sort of, uh, it's a much more uh, like primordial mm-hmm. sort of amorphous, uh, yeah. amorphous sort of presence. Yeah. Uh, I knew she was a baddie. <laughs> yeah. In just pooling in like and deepening all the shadows in this room. And as Tess <clears throat> looks up um, at your... Uh, Entrance. Your yeah, your vehement entrance. Sure. Um, so the light is so she she's got her back to the windows. There's a light on her from above. So as she looks up, there's a moment where her face is in shadow as she's facing the mm-hmm. desk, and that shadowed face gives you the same expectant, uh, slightly oh odd. Slightly oh, hostile yeah. feeling that you got from all of the other things. Oh, but she looks up. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she looks up and she says, "I told you not to break anything." 